Bible Speaks with Audley McLean. The Bible Speaks is a weekly ministry of Harvest International. Our prayer is that the Bible Speaks will encourage you in your study of God's Word. You will be able to contact Audley at the address given at the end of this broadcast. And now, here's Audley. Greetings, friends, and my prayer for you today is that our God, God of glory, would speak with clarity and comfort to each of us. As we continue to examine the challenge that the Lord has left us, the challenge to be propagators of God's good news, we return to the book of Acts, the Acts of the Apostles. For you joining us for the first time, let me briefly review where we are and how we got here. In December of 2021, we began to look at the season commonly called Christmas. And we see how, we saw how the birth of Jesus into a human family was not a one-off, once-to-be-celebrated event. It was more than an event. It wasn't intended to be a celebration day uh, and left right there. In fact, it never was planned at all. In the fact that December 25th was probably not the date that the Lord Jesus Christ was born is not relevant. We engage the opportunity to celebrate the fulfillment of divine prophecy and the beginning of the unfolding of God with us on earth. We trace the story of God's eternal redemption from eternity past up to and including the personalization aspect, the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord Jesus. We examine the plan in the following way. The plan by Almighty God before there was the promise by Almighty God as he made it to Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden, Genesis chapter 3, and to Abram in Genesis chapter 12. We looked at the predictions of the prophets, prophets like Isaiah and Micah and others. And then we looked at the preparation for the manifestation of this divine person coming to execute God's divine plan of redemption. And we saw the preparation in people like Mary and Joseph and John the Baptist. And then the presentation, the actual birthday of our Lord Jesus, what we now call the Christmas story. And since we must go beyond the cradle with the Christ, watched a little bit of his life, and we saw how he lived sinlessly, died vicariously, And we call that the personalization. Jesus dies and pays the price for humanity's sin. We hear him saying upon the cross, it is finished. And the proof, Jesus Christ is not in the tomb. He's alive. He's alive forevermore. And the angel messengers reminded the earliest followers of Jesus that he wasn't in the tomb. And then came the proclamation aspect as Jesus commanded at the end of Mark and the end of Matthew and the beginning of Acts, that we should go into all the world and preach the gospel. That proclamation is still active. It's still God's plan. 
and to us. And those in the, who acted in the book of Acts is a propagation aspect. And that's where we are. We're talking about the propagation, the carrying forward of the gospel, the good news, telling the world of Jesus. That's where every born-again, Christ-centered believer belongs. And if you're not in the propagation business, you need to ask yourself, am I being responsive to the Savior I profess, profess, or the Lord I profess? You see, this is our part in the continuing ministry of our Lord Jesus. We who know him as Lord and Savior, we are to be propagators of the continuing ministry of sharing the good news that God loves the world, that God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself. You see, God has done his reconciliation part and it's up to you. It's up to me to be reconciled to him as Savior, to him as Lord, and then to be responsive to his command to go into all the world. There is no higher calling. There is no more important responsibility. That's where we return today. We find the early apostles and those with them, around them, the new believers, prioritizing the proclamation and the propagation of the message of the risen and ascended Lord Jesus Christ. They did this after the Holy Spirit had baptized them with power. As we return to Acts 2 today, let me remind you that we believers that the story of the book of Acts is still in the making. It's still being written. I'm thrilled when I hear gifted Bible teachers expound on all the deep things of God, and I mean that sincerely. I hear them break down the hard-to-understand scripture passages. But my mission, my particular mission, and my calling is to communicate the bare basics of redemption in Jesus Christ. And in the words of my brother, the late Howard Darby, when I began the radio ministry, he once called me and he says, oddly remember, as you preach on the radio, always, always invite your audience to ask Jesus into their hearts and lives. And so now, I remind you that he is just a prayer away. If you have never trusted Jesus as your personal Savior and Lord, now is the best time of your life to embrace Jesus as your Savior and Lord. There will come a time when it will be too late. The Bible says the Spirit of God will not always strive with man. There will come a time when it will be too late, too late. How do you respond to that today? May I suggest that you repent of your sin? Here's a simple prayer I would like to lead you in. If you've not come to Christ yet, say something Dear Lord Jesus, I confess that I'm a sinner and I need you as my Savior. Thank you for giving your life to save me. I now ask that you come into my heart, change me, make me one of your children. I now surrender all to you, dear Lord. Amen. Really, my friend, it is as simple as that. As a teenager faced with all the world had to offer and realizing the consequences of my sin and of rejecting God's salvation. I prayed a simple prayer like that and thus began my relationship with God as my Father and Jesus as my Savior. I remember being pointed to a verse in the book of 
1 John chapter 5, and it says, I write this to you who believe in the name of the Son of God, that you may know, that you may know that you have eternal life. Note the certainty with which the salvation is clad. If you prayed that simple prayer, and you were sincere, on the authority of God's unchanging word, I announce to you that you are now saved, born again. You have a begun a relationship with God. I would like to help you grow in that relationship and in the grace of God. I would like to welcome you into the family of God. Please contact us at the address given at the end of the broadcast. Or you can send me a personal email, Audley McLean, A-U-D-L-E-Y, M-C-L-E-A-N at AOL.com. And let me know that you trusted Jesus as Savior and Lord. I'll send you some literature and I'll include you in my daily prayers. So let's return to today's lesson. We go back to where we left off last week. That's where we will pick up today. Last week we noticed that the people were in prayer. They were in a prayer room. It was the day of Pentecost. We use that glibly and we pass on what really is the day of Pentecost. Let me just throw a little light on that. In the book of Deuteronomy chapter 16 verse 16, we have a record of God's instructions to the elders of the nation of Israel concerning three special feast days which were to be observed every year. It says three times a year all your men must appear before the Lord your God at the place where he will choose. At the festival of unleavened bread, the festival of weeks, and the festival of tabernacles. It was that second feast day, the day of meeting, when the disciples were praying in the room. It came 50 days after the feast of unleavened bread or the Passover. So in fact, Pentecost is really a Jewish festival day that the Lord chose to use to lead us in to the power of divine companionship. He promised in John's Gospel, chapter 14, he says, And while staying with them, he charged them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said he would have, he who have heard from me, for John baptized with water, but before many days you should be baptized with the Holy Spirit. I said that's from John's Gospel, that's from Acts chapter 1, verse 4. Now let's take a look back at what he said back in John's Gospel, chapter 40. He says, If you love me, keep my commands, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever, the Spirit of truth. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, for he lives with you and will be in you. So on this very special day, in the Jewish worship calendar, the Holy Spirit came to remind us that when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his Son to accomplish the work of our redemption. And later the writer of the Hebrew epistle says that God spoke to us in many ways through many prophets, but has in these last days chosen to speak to us in his Son, by his Son, through his Son. Yes, God is spoken and his name is Jesus. He invites us into communion, and he calls us under commission to carry on the proclamation of the good news, the propagation 
of the gospel of Christ. This is your mission. This is your responsibility. The entire book of Acts is dedicated to the continuation of all that Jesus began to do and teach. Today is our day to contribute our chapter to what Jesus Christ our Lord is doing through individuals and companies of individuals all over the world. People committed to him. God is looking for people willing to pay the price, to make the sacrifice, to tell the world that Jesus who died and rose again is coming back for them and that we ought to make ourselves ready. Can you, can he count on you? Can God count on you to be willing to leave all and follow him? C.T. Studd, a famous English cricketer, left form, left fame and fortune to be a missionary. And his friends asked him, how can you leave all this to be a common preacher? And Stud responded, if Jesus Christ be God and died for me, there is no sacrifice too great for me to make for him. He also wrote, one life will soon be passed. Only what's done for Christ will last. God grant you the willingness to make the right choice. Till next week, this is Audley McLean saying, God keep you on the cutting edge. Amen. And don't forget, if you made a choice of Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord today, we'd love to hear it from you. Listen to the address given by Ed Cromer as I go off the air. God bless you abundantly. I've wandered far away from God. This program is cared for by listeners who care. Your prayers and financial investment in this ministry helps to keep the good news on the air. We look forward to hearing from you and invite you to write us at Harvest International, Post Office Box 6690, Ocala, Florida 34478. Again, that's Harvest International, Post Office Box 6690, Ocala, Florida 34478. Coming home, coming.